There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you'll only look Then you will see On WCN-TV been about six weeks i think rob of course earlier this year asked me to sit in quite a bit more than i think he had hoped to uh, host the show and i was kind of settling into a groove every uh, wednesday at three in the afternoon and then uh well i think probably covid happened but uh, i spent two weeks in bed and then i spent three weeks recovering and one of the symptoms for me was uh cognitive i i just couldn't focus and i couldn't make decisions it's the weirdest thing in my life i mean i i've been in leadership my whole adult life so i made a lot of decisions and i've had of course have to uh focus uh in order to produce shows like this in order to write in order to communicate in order to uh do political and ministry work and i i found that i just couldn't do it it was uh i don't know i don't know what to say about it i i want to think it's a bioweapon i don't know i mean that's what, what a lot of people believe i guess all the evidence isn't in on that thank god people like Rand paul in congress and many many others are pushing for the evidence frankly i think that i don't frankly i think that the real issue in this whole covid mess is not so much the virus as it is justice i think that the uh, world has done our world leadership, our national, the higher up you go in the pecking order of leaders in our world, uh, the the more the closer you get to corruption and to pure evil. It seems to me, and the only way we're going to get to the other side of this is to pursue real justice, is to hold people accountable, is to uh, talk a lot from here on out about responsibility. Who's responsible for doing this to our economy? And was it necessary? Well, anyway, we're going down a, 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 a we're, we're going down a, a good uh, current issue sort of rabbit hole. But uh, I'm excited about the show today. Uh, Wisconsin Christian News is primarily a newspaper, but they, because they were thrown off of Vimeo for being Christian, their video content included a lot of gospel uh, evangelism kind of work, but. Rob Pugh, the publisher, is unafraid of applying Christian principles and the gospel to the uh, political 
world and to what government ought and ought not to be doing. And so he got himself crossways with the woke crowd a few years ago and had spent years and a lot of money building up a library of videos, very helpful Christian videos, commentary, opinion, and uh, information on Vimeo. And all of a sudden, they just turned him off. They just turned off. I, I'm not sure. I think he may have been able to, I think my son Jared, who's producing this show, may have been able to grab Rob's library off Vimeo before it was deleted. I'm not sure. I, I Yesterday, uh, the, the former president of the Christian Civic League of Maine, I was its leader for 20 years. Uh, well, uh, I'm getting a cue here from my producer without any without any audible, so I'm going to have to figure it out. It's about my, I think it's about my gestures here. Is it, is it my gestures there, Spencer? <laughs> okay, he, he's telling me to give it, give the camera a little bit of room here. Forgive me, folks. I'm 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 not a uh, a trained actor, but this is a good time to bring Ohio bread in. He's telling me I got to become more of an actor in order to become governor of Maine. I am running for governor of Maine. I interrupted myself. Let me go back to Wisconsin Christian News, the newspaper. I think Spencer's been been showing that. I'll lean back here and try to do the gestures a little bit better, a little bit more like a like a pro. And then Ohio Brett won't have to spend time in his five-minute daily call with me to you know, go over that kind of stuff. But hey, Ohio Brett, don't say anything yet, but I'm coming to you next, so get ready. So Wisconsin Christian News is a newspaper. You can see they've got a website. You can, I believe you can access their entire archive. For 20 years, they've been unafraid to challenge woke culture. And folks, it's been here for 20 years. It's been here for 20 years. We've been under socialism and we, we just haven't been willing to talk about it. We've been, we've been under it and we're getting ready to go under uh, some kind of weird form of communism, it looks like. Um, it's just mind blowing to be going through the, for me to be going through this transition that we're allowing ourselves to go through toward from socialism to communism over these past uh, this past year and a half. It's just it it blows my mind. But that's where we are. And uh, Ohio Brett wants to help me fix the problem because I am running for governor, but I'm not a fundraiser, and this guy is a professional fundraiser. <laughs> and don't hold that against him, though. Okay, don't don't don't. Don't hold that against them that he's a fundraiser. I know everybody runs for the, you know, high grass and high, you know, <laughs> hides fundraiser. Ohio Brett, come on in here and save me. Well, Mike, first of all, it's an honor to be with you today and uh, with our national audience. And uh, for all of my good friends in Wisconsin, I am very excited to, to be headed to Wisconsin. Uh, I've been asked to be one of the speakers on an event in Hatley, Wisconsin, July 30th through August 1st. I'll be joining uh, the tactical training, uh, motivational and teaching uh, event. It'll be an honor for me to be there. Coach Dave Live is hosting the event. So, Mike, I'll be in Wisconsin. Uh, That's awesome. Up, so. So, so you said it's going to be in, in Hatley? Hatley, Wisconsin. Hatley, Wisconsin on nice. uh July, H-A-T-L-E-Y, Wisconsin, H-A-T-L-E-Y. Spencer, throw that up on Google Maps so people can see. You know, our our audience is probably mostly Wisconsin. They don't need it. But uh, what we're finding now, folks, is that Christian people are uh, willing to travel to events like this. Uh, I was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 
a week ago and Brett was there. Brett's from Ohio. I'm from Maine. And there were people there from all over the country to support Tony Spell. And I, I this is part of what I mean. And I'm talking I think we ended up with, what, 150 or so, do you think? Yes. Uh, Brett, it was and, a great turnout. Yeah. And it was important. Uh, Alan Keyes spoke. Uh, there were a number of other uh, Flip Benham. Um, and uh, Coach Dave was there. Ohio Brett, you were there. It was an important day. I want. I don't want. I want, We might get into that later into the Tony uh, Spell uh, lawsuit. But uh, let's keep let's keep talking about you going to Wisconsin, uh, Brett. Why should somebody who's never heard of you want to come to Hatley, Wisconsin, and hear you? Well, first of all, they're being obedient to the Holy Spirit, uh, leading them to Hatley, Wisconsin. But the neat thing about uh, giving an invitation is you have to extend it. If you don't ask people to come, if you don't ask, you don't get, right, Mike? Amen. So uh, that's been real easy for me in my life, uh, growing up in the family that I did. Uh, As I shared with you previously, my dad was a former uh, athletic director. And uh, in Wisconsin, please cover your ears, because he did work for The Ohio State University. And so those Buckeyes love taking on the Badgers of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And you, you have to ask. And, and for me, fundraising has never been a, a scary word because you're just giving an opportunity for someone to share a blessing after they take it to prayer. And the good and thing Americans, is... And, and Americans, Brett, are the most generous people on the planet. There's no doubt to, about it. And, it, and, it and obviously, to, those who, for those of us who study the Bible, there was a guy named Joseph of Arimathea who was an early guy who helped fund the uh, the Christian movement and let uh, uh, cheerfully gave his tomb. And so these are exciting times and you can never be uh, leery of getting involved in the fight and getting involved. But, but I am just one of the speakers. I will pour my heart out sharing my faith-based testimony. Uh, I'll be able to share some uh, tips and tricks on fundraising. I have been blessed to... Uh, Uh, have an expertise uh, with fundraising, and I will cheerfully share that for this conference, there are some men and women that feel that God has led them to be in full-time missionary or full-time in the battle, and I can give them some advice on that. So how many years, Brett, have you worked with nonprofits to help them put that money piece in place? Because folks, you know, I mean... how, how do you live in this modern world without being able to go to the grocery store and pay, lay down cash or your credit card for that gallon of milk? You don't, you know, none, practically none of us, some do, probably more than most in Wisconsin, go, go out to the barn and milk the cow. But uh, for, for the most part, we get done what we do in America today using currency, using money. And so... And that's as true for uh, ministries as it is for for individuals. So uh, what you're doing, Brett, in going there and, and helping. What about people who aren't in ministry? Uh, what are you going to be saying to, to help those folks? Because another piece of what you do is motivate people. Yes. I, I like to say that I'm an encouraging speaker. I can't uh, motivate anybody to do anything, but I can encourage them to put some serious thought to if it's their dream. It's not my dream. 
I'm the guest speaker today. When, I, when I'm asked to be the keynote speaker, hey, I'm the guest speaker today, uh, but I'm so excited to be here today because good news, you know what your dreams are. You know what God has spoken to you. So if you're on that path to your dreams becoming reality, well, we got to share some facts. You're going to get knocked down on the journey. You're going to get sidetracked. So as you get up again, again, and again, on the path to your dreams coming true, funding is always going to be part of that solution, right? So funding as an individual, funding as a, uh, a church that maybe wants to fund uh, mission work in their own backyard first, I hope, and then maybe around the United States and then around the world. Sometimes we do get that backwards, church. Hopefully you're mm-hmm. listening. It is okay to make sure you take care of the people right in your own backyard first, no offense to Haiti or Guatemala or Africa. Let's take care of people right in Wisconsin first, right? Mm-hmm. So on the faith-based side in the church markets, since 2004, Mike, I've done fundraising contracts for churches, but also my background with sports has opened up that door to middle school, high school booster group fundraising, and collegiate fundraising. So those are the expert the experience that I have that I can share for clients. Yeah. And you're getting ready to jump into the deep end of the pool with me here in Maine in my governor's race. You're, you and I are talking about uh, become, you know, forming a deep relationship uh, with respect to fundraising for my campaign. And uh, I'm going to be interested to see how uh, that goes with me having uh, developed a political profile that is v- very strongly uh, Christian, you know, for 20 years, standing in an uncompromising way against the so-called gay uh, agenda. But I don't want to get too far down that road without first acknowledging our audience. We have with us uh, Deanne and Dick here, and I wonder if you guys would say a quick hello, and if you have a question or uh, for for Ohio Brad or me or for um, or a point you want to make, then go right ahead. You can turn your camera on or, or not. And you, if you're watching the show on wh- wherever we're streaming it, or you, if, if you're watching the recorded version, the archived version, you can't obviously jump in. But if you're wa- if you can come in live, just go to wcntv.net, wcntv.net, and you could come in live. Yeah, go ahead, Deanne and and uh, and Dick. Introduce yourselves to the WCN TV audience. Hey, everybody. I'm Deanne. I'm Dick. Um, from the beautiful state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Looking forward to you coming up, Ohio, Brett. Um, we will be there that weekend, and we really look forward to seeing you and um, being in fellowship with everybody. Mike, I'm so glad that you're feeling so much better. That's where our prayers were with you, and I'm so glad to hear that, that things are, are going well for you. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's there's something else that's going on, um, you know, the, this, this bio-warfare and stuff. Um, Dick, maybe you want to share your story with what you saw with a plane actually doing things. I know, Mike, you had said something, this was quite a while ago, um, about planes spreading mm-hmm. things out into the air. Yeah, about chemtrails. Um, about a year ago, I was... Uh, this was during the day. I was at I was at work. I used to drive for work, and I saw a black trail in the sky, and it was a perfectly straight line, like somebody had taken a chalk line. Mm-hmm. And right behind, and I didn't see the plane that was doing that. 
but there was another plane that was following that black line, putting out the white line, you know, the normal jet trail. Yep. Exactly on, on the same course. Yep. And well, geoengineer. Yeah, go ahead. My first thought there was, okay, what's the chemtrail all about? Yeah, we, mm -hmm. we told our son, and he was kind of um, like, gee, mom and dad, um, little guys in little white street jackets. Do I need to call them in? Yeah. Well, he drives semi, and he was out one day, and he saw exactly what his dad saw. And he called us, and he went, um, forget the guys with the little white street jackets, because what dad described, I'm seeing right now myself. Wow. The other thing he saw with along with that was he said from the nose of the plane, it looks like something was being shot out at a, like at an angle. Hmm. So I probably made another trail, you know, 150 to 100 feet wide. Yeah. And I, government's I up to something. I, I don't have a tinfoil hat to put on, but this is, I guess we've moved into the tinfoil hat segment of WCN TV live stream <laughs> show. Ohio, Brett, sorry. Sorry about that. But, um, you know, geoengineering is, you can't argue it. It's, it's, no, you can't. It's a word, it's a word that everybody accept, accepts now. Maybe, maybe you haven't heard it before, but just Google it, geoengineering. And you've got to believe the technology, uh, Dick and Deanne, is being developed because you've got guys like Bill Gates who are promising to uh, block out the sun in order to deal with his, his view of global warming and the view that government-funded scientists are promoting all over the world uh, related to global warming. So you, you got to know that the technology is being developed and, and has been in the process of being developed yeah. probably, probably for decades. What's interesting to me is how successful the uh, polemicists, the propagandists, have been in creating this knee-jerk reaction in people's brain when they hear the word chemtrail, they immediately think conspiracy theory, and then they just put it out of their mind, and they go back to listening uh -huh. to Rush Limbaugh uh -huh. or whatever it is they're they're listening to, and because Rush wouldn't take this on before he uh, passed, and of course Glenn Beck won't take this on. None of these people will. will talk Hannity. About this. Hannity won't talk. None of the people who most people are listening to and trusting will discuss that issue and so many others. That you would think, Dick and Deanne and, and Brett, in uh, the the only nation in the world that has the First Amendment, which most of us think of as a guarantor of our freedom to speak our mind, to hold a contrary opinion, especially when it comes to politics and religion, and not be persecuted for it. You would think that in a nation that has that unique principle written into its constitution, you would think that we could discuss geoengineering without being called racist, right? I mean, Brett, have you noticed this? I mean, there are just, well, some, there are just some subjects where all you have to do now is answer with the word racist or homophobe, and that's the end of the conversation. Well, I'd like to share with our Wisconsin audience, that, and uh, Dick and Deanne, it's an honor to meet you. I'll look forward to, to seeing you up there in Wisconsin on uh, July 30th, 31st, and August 1st. But we're for God, country, and sports. So everywhere Ohio Brett goes, I've got one strike against me because I'm for Jesus. 
I've got two strikes against me because I actually believe that Wisconsin policies, America first policies, Ohio first policies, Maine first policies are very important for us at the local level. So I got two strikes against me. And then, yes, I do have some sports stories that I share. Not everybody likes sports. So I got three strikes against me. So they try to bully me. They try to say that uh, the worst kind of bully in the world, world tries to silence an opposing view. And for those who try to say the racist card or that uh, if God says it's a sin, your opinion doesn't matter. So when we share truth, they think we're racist. They think that we have hate in our hearts when we don't. Deanne, I want you to come in here for a minute because uh, so many Christians are not able to respond the way you do to institutional bullying. Uh, you never bought into the idea that the, I like the word you used to describe it, that the face diaper uh, actually did anything more than a diaper does. Um, and so you wouldn't wear one. And that put you into a couple interesting conflicts. T tell us about that and tell us where you found the courage to say and do what you did. Well, one of the conflicts that I had, we were in uh, a Woodman's store uh, or an Appleton Woodman's grocery store. And a gentleman, I guess I'll, I'll call him a gentleman. I prefer to call him a male considering what he did. Um, <laughs> gentleman wouldn't do what he did. I was coming out of an aisle and he was going down the main aisle and I heard him making comments about me not wearing a face diaper. And I said right out loud, I said, wow, aren't you a superior male? You can't come over and talk directly to my face. You have to say it behind my back. You're just a special kind of guy. Um, my husband and I were down another aisle and here he comes walking down the aisle. And I said to my husband, I said, oh, I said, here comes that special guy. I said, that just doesn't want to talk to me face to face. I said, instead, he would rather say things behind my back and run the other way. Well, he came walking over by me and he said, you know, you need to shut up because you're not wearing a, di or a mask like you're supposed to. And I said to him, <laughs> what, are those, I said, what, are that, what are those two things have to do with one another? Go ahead. Well, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. um, I started, I walked right up into his face and I, first of all, told him, I said, telling a woman to shut up. Boy, you are a special kind of guy. I said, don't you ever tell another woman to shut up. I said, that that's, Whew. wow. I said, you are so Good special. Um, and he tried to continue to tell me about why I should be wearing it, you know, the little diaper. And when I tried to give him facts, he told me once again to shut up. Um, and I told him, I said, wow. So as long as you can have your opinion heard, but I can't tell you facts, you, you go and run and hide. Mm -hmm. And then he came out with, I didn't want to fight in a grocery store. And I said, then I guess you shouldn't have caused one. Mm. Um, the other time <laughs> was we, our son was injured about a year ago at work, uh, sliced his leg open in two different places and had to have stitches. Um, Dick and I went into the emergency room and we were waiting for him to be transported there. And while we were sitting in the waiting room, we were sitting there without a face diaper on for a better part of 45 minutes. As soon as our son came walking through the door, um, they walked up to us and told us we had to put diapers on. And I said, wow, so 45 minutes of sitting in your waiting room without one, and now suddenly we have to put one on. Hmm. So mm. that virus just walked in the door with our son. 
and they called security guards or their their, their little cops yeah. at the hospital. Hospital security. And had me ushered out because I wasn't of a behaving pattern. <laughs> yeah, so these authoritarian authoritarians they 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 shift yeah. over to totalitarianism very quickly, just like that man yeah. did with you yeah. in his in his in his argumentation appeal to authority. You know, yeah. and, and I I got to add in there, Mike, the gentleman in the grocery store. See, Dan is only five foot three, and this guy was about maybe five feet tall. So mm -hmm. from my perspective, look. Her looking down and glaring down at him was really funny. Mm -hmm. I had all I could do to laugh at him, but I <laughs> came across the aisle very quickly, got in his face, and I said, what gives you the right to tell my wife to shut up? He didn't no. even recognize that I was in his face as well as Deanne was. No. Mm -hmm. He was so scared of her. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> Good. So, Deanne, you didn't answer my question. Where do you, What do you think is the source of uh, your... Because so many Christians, so many uh, Americans, I think we tend to default to being kind and being nice and being tolerant and wanting to grant a different opinion uh, the, than we believe and we hold uh, an opportunity to be, to be heard. Where, where do you summon the chutzpah to take that stand? Um, well, first of all, we watch Coach Dave live. Um, mm -hmm. We watch you we um, help distribute Wisconsin Christian News. Um, we, Matt Chuella is our pastor. Um, and well, the, there you the, go. The Lord that, and the Bible. That's all, you, that's all you needed to say. Matt Chuella is your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, didn't and, I didn't realize you went to Matt's church. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, we do. And yeah. the, the Lord and his word, just because we are speaking to people and we are not telling them what they want to hear does not mean that we don't love people. If Amen. we sit back and we take all of this and we don't speak up, we are loving people all the way to hell. We are not helping them to turn around and understand that the another uh, assignment that we have as a Christian is to tell people truth and honesty, no matter whether they want to hear it or not. That's what we're called to do. Deanne and Dick and uh, Brett, as I was preparing for the show, I opened my Bible to this verse. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. Yep. Amen. World hates you. Amen. The world hate. And we, we Americans, we American Christians have become so lazy in applying what Christianity and the Bible teach when it comes to uh, living in this world. And uh, Brett, I know that you uh, have recently started to uh, really benefit from Coach Dave Live in the morning. I, I think you uh, go in every morning for for his hour-long uh, conversation. He, his ministry is called Pass the Salt, and for uh, going on almost 20 years now, he has uh, rigidly kept himself uh, to the idea that his media, his, uh, he's going to use the force of his personality and his intelligence to encourage people who choose to be part of his show and choose to uh, participate in his ministry to think, especially about things like chemtrails or geoengineering or conspiracy theories. And Coach is very good at uh, leading a discussion, lasts an hour every morning. But Brett, um, I think that it would be fair for me to say that uh, your courage has been bolstered by this practice. And 
what, do you, what do you recommend to our listeners and our viewers for practical ways that they can develop this courage? Because it's so important that Christians um, go beyond their comfort zones now. If we don't go beyond our comfort zones and bring up these facts in settings where people don't want to hear it, and we know they don't <coughs> want to hear it, then we are definitely, we, the United States of America, perhaps even Western civilization, we are going to quote, fall under a kind of form of communism. We can't really define it specifically yet, but there's no doubt that it falls within the, uh, under the umbrella of communism and not capitalism, which is sort of, it's, it's, it's kind of the opposite economic system. These are ideologies that developed economic ideologies that developed in the 19th century. But anyway, I'm going off on a teaching moment here. Let me get back to, to Brett. Talk with us for a minute, Brett, about courage and specifically how coach and uh, Christianity uh, are helping you to maybe develop a little different uh, nuance to your courage. I know you, you, sure. you were courage, courageous before you started going down this road, being in sports and competition and that kind of thing. Um, but I, I think I think you sense yourself maturing in a way in your faith and your Christianity. Yes, talk, talk no doubt about it, Mike. And I'd love yeah. to tag in on that. And for for everybody in Wisconsin that's watching, and for the the thousands that will watch around the globe when they watch this uh, archive, uh, our inspiration it comes from one place only, Jesus Christ. So for me personally, that this right here, folks, you got to dig in on your own. Nobody is playing defense on you from doing your own Bible study daily. For <laughs> mm. me, that's where it Great all starts. Great point. Great point. That's where it all starts. Anything else is adding to it. This is what's great about uh, being a follower of Jesus. There's nobody in between. So mm. there's nobody in between from uh, Brett Allen Bowl, nicknamed Ohio Brett, reading my four pages every day. That's what I do. As you can see, this sucker's a, a little bit worn. So I read my four pages every day. I'm in the book of Romans right now. And folks, I hope your ears are working because the goal was never a bucket list. I see you, Mike. I see you there. <laughs> hey, look, that, that, it. I've had this for 35 or 40 years. It's I all love marked. it. It's all marked well, up. This was given to me by a the first pastor who Mike, you're an inspiration me. to me and it's been an honor to start getting to know you. And I look forward to the journeys that God has prepared for us to walk through. But back to my point on the Bible that hold your me, thought, Brett, sorry, but I'm the host so I can do this. And we've reached the bottom that can make a note and hold that thought. We're going to come back to it after the break. Sounds Wisconsin good. Christian uh, news needs support in order to, um, continue producing this show and publishing its newspaper. They rely on donations. That's a big part of their budget. And they also rely on advertising in this show. So we have, I think, two ads coming up. Be sure to, uh, be sure to thank these sponsors for uh, putting their name on the line with this public discussion of controversial issues. And also, uh, patronize them if, if they're selling products or services or whatever, and let others know that they should patronize them as well. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back, I think, in two minutes for more with Ohio Brett. 
This is Leighton Howerton for Tin Cup Ministries. Well, I'm out at the old barn, the stables, a very fitting place for an old mule like me at the Angel Theater Ranch here in Montana. And I'm grateful to the Stevens for allowing me to be here and at their theater to work, record out of, and take a respite from, to really focus in on what God's doing in the ministry. One of the things that God's been up to in the ministry is that over the years, I've had the privilege of writing stories and articles for different publications throughout the country. And presently, I'm writing as a monthly contributor for the Wisconsin Christian News. It's an incredible newspaper with a very gifted and loving and kind editor and publisher by the name of Rob Pugh. I love Rob. He's given me this great honor by sharing some of my insights from the road as I travel in ministry around the country each month. I finished one yesterday for him. I want you to know something. If you will go check out wisconsinchristiannews.com, you'll be able to read some of the finest material you've ever laid your eyes on, and I hope that your mind and your heart will receive all the fine, fine words that the writers, the contributing writers there, are in every month to help you in your walk. It is a definite plus to your life. It's a newspaper that talks about real issues, things that we need to not only deal with, but be actively involved with that are going on in our society today. So I would encourage you to check it out. Once again, that's the WisconsinChristianNews.com. That's their site, and you can find out all the information about their ministry there. You know, as a storyteller, I realize every one of us has a story, but it's not just our story. It's God's story. So let me encourage you today to share your story because of that reason. God wants your story to come to life because it's part of his grand story. And all the things that go on in this world, there are folks that need to know and need to experience the life story that you have. Because let me tell you something. It's God's great love story, not just for us, but for everyone. For he wants and desires everyone to come to know real life, true life, eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. Guys, I'm going to mule up here in a minute and get on with my day. I encourage you to do so too. Check it out, wisconsinchristiannews.com. Okay, you're watching Wisconsin Christian News TV live stream. We do this every Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock, and we invite you, if you're watching the archive, to join us Wednesday afternoons at 3 p.m., uh, and that's uh, Wisconsin time. I'm, no, wait a second. It's not 3 p.m. in Wisconsin. It's 3 p.m. where I am, Eastern Standard Time. It's 2 p.m. in uh, Wisconsin, and this is their show, so most people are probably going to be uh, wanting to tune in at 2 p.m., not 3 p.m., but the internet, of course, makes shows like this uh, available to folks globally. Brett, I rudely interrupted you before the break, and so go for it. Well, welcome back, everybody. And I can't, uh, I just want to endorse Wisconsin Christian News. If you're watching this, uh, go to a local business and ask them to, to take a, out an ad. What a wonderful group to be supporting. But before the commercial break, I was talking about that for me personally, it's digging into the Bible every day. We have a direct relationship to uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For, for me, 
That's where I start and I do it every day. The goal, the bucket list was never just to read through the Bible one time in my life. I can't really remember how many times I've read through it. It doesn't matter. What matters to me is I'm going to trust and obey and be obedient to my Bible study four pages every day. And I, I love my King James Version. And I pray that, dear Lord, let the scales be removed from my eyes so your truth will be revealed to me. So I feel free to share that with you. And then adding to it, adding to it as followers of Jesus, it is exciting to be on a team. So Mike, I'm so excited to learn more about your great leadership in Maine and, and how you're going to continue as governor to lead. But yes, you mentioned Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. I, I knew Coach many, many years ago. He was a great high school coach at a rival high school, London, that he actually pounded on my high school, Dublin. So I've known him for a long, long time. But now, within the last year, he invited me as a guest because we saw each other at the State House at an event, and we connected, and he had me on as a guest about six months ago. And then ever since then, I have been plugging in every morning to the Coach Dave Live show, CoachDaveLive.com. You can find him every Monday through Friday hosting his show and his huddles and his live events. So it feels good so, to be on that team. So, Brett, uh, we're not – none of us are uh, – ignorant of the way things are going in this woke culture you've spent your lifetime in fundraising in the more mostly in the sports area i believe and how how are you processing this idea of standing up and confronting woke culture as it settles in and takes power takes control uh compared to because there's all all these pressures exist in sports i mean in sports of course we're we're dealing now with the whole debate over transgendering, which is complete. For I think the normal mind, the normal Christian mind, just sort of shuts it off and doesn't think about it. But the the people who are in power, who are running corporations, the the, the uh, rich individuals that you might end up approaching, uh, many of them are buying into this. They're finding a way to make peace with woke culture. Um, are, aren't you concerned that you're going to? Uh, ruin your opportunity to get a paycheck? Not at all. And and I'll tell you right now. By by stepping up with guys like Coach and with me? No. First of all, I I seek the truth. So why wouldn't I walk with those who also walk in the truth, Mike? You Hmm. walk in the truth. Coach Dave Dabemeyer walks in the truth. Ohio Brett Bull seeks to walk in the truth. None of us are perfect. Uh, I can take coaching. I want to learn. I want to learn. So my professional career has has been building to as a traveling speaker and fundraiser for the faith-based market, which is encourage and grow the body of Christ and the sports, middle school, high school booster groups and college booster groups who need funding, who need funding. That's where I have lived. And I have no fear at all that if, as an example, that Ohio Brett is encouraging parents to get involved, to go to their school board meetings, to to put the school board on notice that we want to know what's in our curriculum. 
We want to know why you're doing certain evil things with sex education at young levels. We want to know why. And we're going to serve notice to you that we reserve the right to take legal action if we have to in the curriculums. Yeah. Can you imagine how much uh, more things would be, how much quicker things would be changing if CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and the Washington Post were actually doing their job? Most of us still think of them as objective, but they're not. What they do is they, in a sophisticated way, they just, uh, they just ignore doing real journalism, really digging in. For example, uh, anyone on the internet who's paying attention realizes that the point you just made is easily supported, which is that local parents are starting to confront school boards. This is, there are videos, multiple videos now that are going viral that are not actors, they're moms or dads, and they're standing up to school boards and they're, and you got to know that there's hundreds. If, if you've got dozens that are going viral, there's hundreds that are not going viral. And there's hundreds, if not thousands, of these encounters that are happening all over the country that are not recorded or that are not going up on the Internet. So this is a this is a uh, it's amazing how uh, irresponsible, how we've allowed. It's not amazing. It's pathetic how we've allowed journalism to fall into this woke gutter and we i stopped supporting them and and paying any attention to them um over 10 years ago and i've gotten my news and perspective from sources i trust using the internet and i think there's i know there's tens of millions of people around the world who are doing the same thing and who have been doing the same thing and that's where our hope comes from for uh not ending up with a repeat of the Soviet Union yes. or Mao Zedong's uh, Chinese communist experiment. Um, Mike, you make a great point. And can I get permission to tag in? Because at the yeah. University of Toledo, I was a communication major, a journalist major. I yeah. wrote for our student newspaper. You don't, need, you don't need permission. You have permission to interrupt me. Please interrupt me. Well, Mike, it's your show, so I wanted to... uh, You have permission to interrupt me. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. We know that Fox News is compromised. Newsmax, One American News, CNN, MSNBC, all of them at this level are compromised. But the great thing is that for those of us at the local level, we are uniting. We are recruiting each other. And so, yes... Where I'm giving the invitation to fund those leaders, like great governors, to fund mission trips, to fund people who want to be in the full-time battle. But here's the other kicker. We're going to use the strategies of the left to get our points out there. Last night in Dublin, Ohio, my hometown, we had a secret meeting of parents. I was hoping you'd talk about this. Go ahead. We had a secret meeting of parents. We had 15 parents there. It was awesome that these parents are uniting. It was an opportunity for them to to network and fellowship together, uh, share their numbers, and then dial in to the the coaching. Brett, why not just do it on Facebook? Why do we need to take time to put on our, you know, to get, get out of our pajamas? I mean, 
why don't we just do it on Facebook? Let's just network on Facebook and let's just, you know, do our activism there. Well, no offense to the Facebook warriors out there that think their like or their angry sign is changing the world. It does nothing. <laughs> it ain't, we, right? It's we not. are called to be out and active and we are uniting and we are going to win now. So there's mm-hmm. so many different strategies that we can do with content. Like one of the things is, can you imagine friends that these 15 parents, I can imagine one of you could go and write out an article right now with who hosted this event. Ohio Brett did. Why did he host it? He's trying to recruit people to impact the local school boards for God, country, and sports. Who was there? What you feel about it. That's an article. So now we got content. Now we can flood the market. Now we can organize and and push that out. And every place we go, we have a system in place. So we're going to overwhelm the system for good versus evil. For good versus evil. And I'm excited to come to Wisconsin. And, and everybody, if you're watching this call, you can contact me directly on Facebook at Ohio Brett, O-H-I-O-B-R-E-T-T on Facebook. Message me. I do have an open day the day before that Thursday, July 29th. Maybe there's a church that would like me to invite me in. Or maybe there's a local group of Christians that your children play sports and we could find a spot that I could speak in your community and we'll invite all the student athletes, all their parents and all the coaches. Everybody's invited, but only those who are led by the Holy Spirit will show up. Amen. And then when they get there, Brett, and they hear you speak, uh, you leave them encouraged and motivated because that's how God has used you uh, up until now. That's true. And then that's like breathing for me. Not everybody is comfortable maybe speaking in front of an audience. I've had to be an actor because there's been some things that I didn't want to do in my life, but I had to act like I cared about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Being a sales rep was one of them working for a company that I couldn't stand, but I had to be a good actor every day, act like I cared about making phone calls all day and doing demos of a product line that didn't even care about, wasn't passionate about it. But but God always provides, he doesn't make it easy. And so now as we walk through this opportunity of, of life, uh, for me personally, Mike, I'm so excited of everywhere I go, I can encourage and grow the body of Christ. And then I can execute and make the ask as an example uh, for you. I can make that ask that would you prayerfully consider supporting Mike Heath for governor? I can make that ask. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're in the studio audience and you have a question or would like to make a point, then... uh... I'm going to pause for half a nanosecond and let you do that. Please share this video or any of our previous uh, Wisconsin Christian TV live streams with uh, family and friends and let them know about the opportunity they have to be part of our studio audience every Wednesday afternoon at uh, 2 p.m. So Ohio Brett, we're, we've got uh, 
just over, we've got about 13 minutes left in the show. Um, what else do we need to get into? Well, I'd like to get into, in, in the great state of Wisconsin, you have to invite. So you can uh, go to CoachDaveLive.com and check out events, and you'll find that event in Hatley, Wisconsin. But So it's very, for, it's very, yeah, it's very easy for people to share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever if they go to CoachDaveLive.com and then they click on the events button, you can get a link there and you can share it everywhere, right? That's right. And so with our, our Wisconsin audience, I want to encourage you today that we are all in this together. So you may know someone in your family that is in the body of Christ. We have to encourage them for whatever reason life has happened. And maybe they were on fire for the Lord and they've gone cold. So we got to get to them and inviting them to a, an event like the one that we'll all be attending uh, in Wisconsin, or maybe you just speaking with them. You have to ask. You have to check in on them. And then for events that I will be speaking at, it's always nice to have people who have never heard of Jesus. That's called growing the body of Christ. Amen. And to uh, c- continue on in from that verse that I shared earlier in the show as we... Uh, move here in the past, in the last ten minutes to the to the end of the show. Let me leave you with something that should be encouraging to you if you're willing, as a practitioner of the Christian faith, to uh, confront evil. This is what Jesus says. He has he says in uh, verse 18 of chapter 15. I don't know if you want to throw that up there, uh, Spencer. I'm reading from the New International Version. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, Brett, it would love you as its own. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as as its own. Brett, you don't belong to the world, right? So why why are we working to please it? That's right. And that's a great example. And we can move forward with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mike, you are an extremely articulate man. You are a strong man, but you are beyond powerful with the Holy Spirit with you. Beyond powerful. So you better believe I am excited. It is him. It is him. And that's what I shared when we went down this path where we prayerfully considered that how... I can get involved. Can you hear me? Yes, okay, your mic here. is scratching on your shirt. I think that's okay. the issue. All right. Well, well, I get a little excited there when I get a chance to, uh, uh, to get in front of the audience there, as you can tell my style. But the, the great example for your leadership in Maine is you, Mike. You're going to be a great governor. But you're more importantly than that, you're going to encourage and grow the body of Christ. Wherever you go. Amen. And and, uh, Deanne or Dick, you raised your hand. Yeah, um, you're talking about being of the world. We're not of Mm. the world. That's why Facebook kicked us off. They they kicked you off. I I interrupted myself earlier. I was going to tell you that my uh, the former president of the Christian Civic League of Maine, dear friend of mine, a pastor, he's 81 years old. He's been using MailChimp for a long time. And they sent him an email. Uh, yesterday, 
saying he puts out a weekly leadership post. They sent him an email yesterday, very cryptic and vague, and said, uh, your account has been suspended. And they gave him no reason. And so he called me and he's not real technologically savvy. So I got to try and help him. So congratulations on being canceled by Facebook. Tell us about that. Uh, well, we've, we've been putting a lot of uh, things out there that are Christian shares from, uh, from coach and other th things other Christians have sent us. And actually DM was on, well, this is a couple of months ago. Uh, they told me it was hate speech. Yeah, they told her it was hate speech. Mm -hmm. So they kicked her off for a day. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember what it was that you posted? I don't. No, we don't. Six months ago. Yeah. That's yeah, it's quite a while. It doesn't. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Every everybody yeah. who's who's willing to think about what's going on with yeah. cancel culture. So, yeah, so what go she ahead. did? So what she did is she went on there and wanted to dispute it. Then they kicked her off for three days. So she said, so we went on there, got all our videos and pictures and stuff off of there, told Facebook, goodbye. So you just left them. That's yep. great that, that you could. What's interesting about the whole problem with Facebook and YouTube is that there's uh, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe millions of people who have developed businesses using these platforms. Yeah. And it's, a, that's, it's addictive. Well, and there's that. That's another issue. But this economic issue is 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 uh, is really uh, critical to understand. These folks are, are trapped within the platform, within that that skill set, that tool set that yeah. ke that keeps their income flowing from day to day, from week to week. Yeah. And uh, and and I think I think that these big tech companies knew all along what they were going to do. And that this day was coming when they would start canceling Christians. And what they're doing now is they're using all the data that they can collect on these uh, earnest individuals, good-hearted individuals, many of them Christian, running businesses, selling craft-type products or whatever products, or producing media. And they're using, they're programming, programming their algorithms to manipulate the way people think when they're on these platforms. And if you're making money on Facebook, how, how much do you think you're going to be on that platform on a daily basis? Exactly. Well, and that's a, a great point. And <laughs> I would love to be, I'm not an attorney, but if I was an attorney, I wouldn't be an ambulance chaser. I'd be going after people Amen. who've been on Facebook. I'd be Amen. going after these Amen. parents to sue the school Amen. board. But back to Facebook, we need to bring unite class action class action means volume thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of lawsuits against yeah. facebook because if we can get them into a a lawsuit discovery has to happen they don't yeah. want discovery to happen and, and and here's you know there's the practical end that brett's talking about and uh the, to suggest that we should confront big, big tech but here's the real reason that you as a Christian, Catholic, Protestant, evangelical, whatever flavor brand you want to claim, here's the real reason why you should do it. Continuing on uh, after verse 18 in John chapter 15, uh, here's the real reason you should do it. As it is, this is Jesus speaking, you claim to love him, right? And perhaps you've been thinking that love means that you don't have any enemies. 
but I think it was Jesus himself who said, love your enemies. That means you got enemies. You're going to make enemies. So along the way, how are you going to do that? Are you going to do that by just going in your prayer closet and not doing it, not confronting anybody, not going up? I mean, that's not the way the apostles did it. That's not the way Jesus did it. That's not right. the way anybody in the Bible did it. They, they went out and they spoke truth. They, they confronted evil. They defined evil, right? They said, this is evil. This is good. And they said, evil's bad. And they confronted it and they made enemies. And you, dear Christian, if you really want to love your enemies, you're going to tell them the truth. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That's why we Christians need to step up on Facebook and share this video link and share other video links like it that are going to present uh, information that maybe your grandchildren or your children uh, are going to uh, maybe not maybe not want to hear. I mean, you got to be wise, use wisdom, right? You don't want to break things uh, in an uh, imprudent way, relationships. Um, but God wants you and he expects you to make enemies. Right, Brett? That's right. And as we make enemies for truth, because they don't hate Mike Keith or Deanna Dick or Ohio Brett, they hate that cross. They see that cross, they hate that. We don't even have to say a word. We walk in the room with this hat on and we make enemies. Amen. And I think that's uh, one of the things. I think that's a lot of what you're seeing in America today because I, I think the glue that binds the, uh, the force that backs Trump, I think the glue that binds that force, that political force, cultural force, social force, if you will, together is still Christianity. It's not a desire to revolt. It's not hatred of the government. It's not a desire to throw the government off and smoke pot, which is part of what libertarianism brings to the table. It's, it's, it, it's, it's beyond that. It, tr it transcends that. It's, it's supreme. It's religious. There's, there's a very strong Christian philosophy behind the forces that are resisting Joe Biden and the left as it leads us to this new form of communism. If you want to, as we, in the final couple of minutes, if you want to go deeper on this point that I'm making, then just go out and start researching the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and start looking at what they are planning, Schwab and Gates, Fauci, and the left in general, Democrats in America, the Democratic Party, what they're planning for our children and our grandchildren. <laughs> they're, they're saying very openly, nobody's going to own property and we're going to love it. We're going to rent everything. You're not going to own anything anymore. You're especially not going to own your own mind, your own thoughts, because they're going to be monitoring those using technology in this new technocracy that they envision creating. So check this out. Think about this. This is uh, of critical importance. Go see Ohio Brett as he speaks in Wisconsin on what day, Brett? We will be there uh, July 30th 
July 31st and August 1st. And also check out his website at ohiobrett.com and connect with him on fake book, I call it. What's your handle there on Facebook? Facebook uh, is Ohio Brett, and I'm one invitation away. I'm one invitation away to come into your town in Wisconsin, and I love to eat cheese. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All and right. sausage. And Deanna Dick, thanks. Deanna Dick, thanks for being in the audience and for being such uh, good sports. And uh, encourage others to join us next week. Oh, when we have been. Yeah, when we when we are going to be interviewing the uh, incredible Alan Keyes is going to be my guest next Wednesday at three. You want to sh- share that with a lot of people because Alan Keyes is well known to many. And I got to tell you, I heard him speak twice in New Orleans, and he is on to something in his uh, thinking and in his speaking. You're going to want to tune in because Alan is a deeper thinker than me and than most of us. And if you're interested in sorting this whole mess out that we're dealing with, you can do a lot worse than tuning into our show next Wednesday afternoon to join uh, me as I interview Dr. Alan Keyes, former ambassador, United States ambassador and presidential candidate and just a uh, Brilliant, brilliant thinker and uh, highly engaging and motivational speaker. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, Brett, thanks for being my guest this week. And Deanne and Dick, God bless you. We'll see you all next week, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm.